again. Welcome to To the Saints. To the Saints. We should write words to go with this music. Okay. All right, we should. <laughs> hey, you are listening to To the Saints. We're on the air and on the line. Uh, glad to have you tuned in today. Um, our website is um, to the saints.com where things happen. What <laughs> happens on to the saints.com? Hopefully, it doesn't stay there. <laughs> you take it with you. You yes. listen to past programs. Um, yes. Listen to our stories are on there. Some of our stories are on there. <laughs> ask been questions. Doing, yes, ask questions, make comments. comments. Hopefully, nice ones. Um, we've been doing some stories recently, interviewing some other saints, and uh, we have some more today to do. Um, but also, some of our stories are on the on the interwebs there, yes. on the line. And you can also support. Did somebody say that already? No. Support. No, but it's important. <laughs> <laughs> What's important? They can contribute to the radio program because. We pay to be on the air. Surprisingly, uh-huh. we pay for to be on the air. Yes. Right. You would think, man, people pay these people to talk. They must have sponsors coming out their ears. <laughs> That's not true, Andrew. <laughs> Definitely not true. <laughs> and you can also... You can register for our conference coming exactly. up. Exactly. In July, July 20th to 23rd mm-hmm. here in Austin, Texas. Just go to to the saints dot com. So that's to the saints dot com. The mm-hmm. to the saints conference in July. Last week we listened to Milt and Mary. We met them. They're mm-hmm. going to be special guests, Milt and Mary Rodriguez. And then this week we're going to interview our other special guests, John and Dottie Zenz. Woo! Yes. yes, so they'll be on the line with us later <clears throat> in the program <clears throat> later today. Mm-hmm. But until then. You got it. You're stuck with us. <laughs> and who 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 is us? Well, this is RC. And this is Andrew. This is Allison. This is Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it now. This is Carrie. And this is Bridget. And that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm sure they had planned that, but it seemed unplanned. Very, or, very organic. Oh, my gosh. You're going to keep using that all day today, aren't you? Well, it's one of those words that people use it as a noun, but it's mm-hmm. not. When we describe it, it's not a noun. It's so organic to use the word organic. Yes. <laughs> it's an adjective. It's very natural. It's the way it. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have done the conference invite. We've done greetings and salutations. We've done the announcement of the interview. What's next? Well, we're actually going to talk to you guys about something today besides <laughs> the conference and the interview. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I just, I just want to know, though, Allison. Tell me something good. Are you going to tell me something good? I, I hope so. I think it's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's very good. Yep. We're going to jump off with Paul. Jump and, off with Paul. Yep. yep. <laughs> Isn't that a good place to start? <laughs> yes. Sure. So Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. You are to have put off concerning the former way of life, Ooh, good word. the old man, mm-hmm. which is being corrupted according to its desires of deceit, mm. and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and to have Put on the new man, mm-hmm. having been created according to God in righteous and holiness of truth. Yes. Bring it. Mm-hmm. So, who is this old man, and 
why do we put him off or need to transition out of him? Mm-hmm. And who is this new man? Yes. Sure. And how do we put on or live out of that? Good yep. questions. So we're going to talk about that today. All right. You know, so hopefully we'll actually get to all of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we never know. Hopefully. <laughs> so in other words, we're going to be sharing about the old humanity and the one new humanity. Yes. yes. And just to start off, the spiritual reality, as we've talked about with other things, is that all of us in Christ are part of the one new humanity. But there is an aspect, a working out of this reality in the physical realm, Mm -hmm. in time and space. So we're going to be talking about that a bit today. Yes. And we're going to start with this transition from one humanity to the other. (laughs) Yes. All right. So, problems. You guys have any problems in there? Mm. <laughs> Is that a real question? Yeah, yeah, I have problems. <laughs> <laughs> but your wife's not one of them, right? Nope. That's good. Not I've, today. I've heard about those things. <laughs> <laughs> problems. Well, we all got them. I don't care who you are. You're going to have a problem. I got a backup. I got a backup full of a bucket full. <laughs> or a bucket. A bucket? You have a problem talking, too. Kind of like a you? backpack, What's like a, a, bu- a bucket a... backpack. Okay, that's what a bucket is. <laughs> I like it. See, we even make up words for what we got or don't got. Lord have mercy. I got problems. I can't even speak today. <laughs> he got new lips this morning, and they're trying to work. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So we do have problems, particularly if you're trying to follow the Lord, you're going to have problems. Yeah. That's just, I mean, the Lord says in this world, you will basically have problems. Yep. So what kind of problems do we have? We have our own spiritual life problems or just problems with ourselves, like, you know, Andrew's mm-hmm. back at over there. <laughs> um, or we have problems with other Christians. Yeah. Never. Yeah. never. <laughs> <laughs> There's a problem with lying in this group. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Please uh, or we have problems with the church either as in general or locally i how many times you said oh that music's way too loud or yeah, mm-hmm. problems mm-hmm. problems with the world mm-hmm. yes problems in the world and with the world with the world basically saints problems drain us mm-hmm. they will drain us spiritually they will drain us physically and they will drain us emotionally. The problems are a drain. That's why the Lord never says, hey, focus on your problems. But yet, what do we do? We, focus we, on our problems. We focus, focus on, on our problems. Fix yes. our gaze on And basically, we are missing the glory, the glory of the Lord, because our eyes are either turned inward, oh, I have so these problems with myself, or earthward. Mm-hmm. That is our problem. Mm-hmm. Our eyes are not turned toward Christ. We're, we're concerned with Trump and this presidency. There are right. still riots going on because nobody likes having him as a president. And there are still, you just go, oh my lands. People are so, your, your eyes are turned earthward or inward. So we miss the glory of God. And yeah. so there are two things that uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, that we need that hopefully we'll try to do today. And that is we need a larger vision than our own personal problems. Yes. What? Yeah. We got to get out of ourselves, basically. Mm-hmm. And we need to see our problems in a related way. What does yeah. that mean? That means we have to see everything in relation to everything. All right? I may have this problem because I have an ingrown toenail or, or I have this problem because, you know, there are some people have legit problems. I get that. 
Ingrown toenails are legit problems. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, RC. Well, that was just an example. I, I uh, don't have one. Is it affecting the way you walk? <laughs> In the way I talk. <laughs> Apparently. But when we focus on the bigger issue, which basically the, the issue we focus on is Christ. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. set our things on, or set our eyes on things above. Right. We focus on we, we fix our gaze. We behold Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith. It sounds trite. It sounds, oh, you keep saying that every week. Because it's true. It is true. Mm-hmm. That is the one way this works is by focusing on Christ. Yes. He is, as Allison pointed out, there's, there's two humanities, this old humanity and this new humanity. Basically, our problems are that we are focused on our old humanity. Mm-hmm. And the solution is to focus on the new humanity. Mm-hmm. Yes. That that we can't fix crazy with crazy. Right. <laughs> we cannot fix crazy with crazy, no. So what is on our heart, <laughs> what's on my heart, our heart, is this comprehensive setting of, of this new humanity, this spiritual life, getting it in its greatness, its vast, vastness, its immensity. Now, honestly, I, I agree. This immensity can, of course, be awe-inspiring to the point of making us stand still and hold our breath. It paralyzes. Like, man, this is so big. Where do I go? What do I do? But this immensity of this Christ can also be an emancipating thing, a freeing thing. You see the greatness of that into which we have been called in Christ. Yep. We see the immensity of the greatness of Christ, and it mm-hmm. sets us free from this old humanity and our problems yeah. to go, yeah. yes, Lord, you are big enough for everything. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was thinking when you, you said, you know, for some people, us talking about fixing our eyes on Jesus seems trite, mm-hmm. kind of seems like a pat answer, but that's because um, their Christ is too small. Yes. Yes. They haven't been given a big enough Christ. <clears throat> Um, it would it would be trite if Christ was smaller than what he really is. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, um, honestly, the Jesus that we get offered in most places today is too small. Yes. Which is why we strive so hard to do it all ourselves. That's why we have so many denominations. That's why mm-hmm. we have so many everything else. Because <clears throat> our Christ has been too small for too long. Mm-hmm. But the reality is he's not small. Amen. At all. Like you were saying, he's yep. immense, he's vast. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he is the all in all. Yes. He is the sum of all things, the heir of all things. The fullness of the deity is yes. pleased to dwell in him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. Lord, increase your Christ in us. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Let us see him more and more. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I used to think that we weren't focused on the eternal purpose or at least there wasn't an eternal purpose like the forest and we were focused on the trees yes. but the reality is we're not even looking at the trees we're like what's in the navel gazers mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like looking at, at our navels because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we can see Christ in the trees we can see Christ in the forest mm-hmm. and even in that uh, scenario we're not even alone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's others around us walking with us. And so mm-hmm. when we focus on our problems, it's like a, a dark hole that can just keep going and going. And then we're mm-hmm. around other people and we start talking about our problems and t- Carrie starts talking about her problems and that's all we're focusing on mm-hmm. and not ha- seeing Christ through that or mm-hmm. seeing 
how Christ is allowing those problems to happen to grow us, mm-hmm. right? then we're still just staring at the wrong thing. Right. 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 And it's not even about our own personal problems per se. Right. It's about even focusing on the problems of uh, abortion or the mm-hmm. problems of evangelism or the problems of millennial millennialism mm-hmm. <laughs> reaching the millennials i mean mm-hmm. we're so concerned about what it means to be human and so concerned about getting along with one another that we're focused on the old humanity yeah mm-hmm. and what we're hopefully going to present today is how god is summing up things in a brand new humanity yes, yes. Mm-hmm. that he has done away with the old humanity all the problems everything you look at any ministry you, there's just a lot that we're focused on the, the wrong thing. Exactly. And um, I like how R.C. said, we're not saying that there aren't problems. Right. We're, we're recognizing <laughs> we got problems. There are problems. Because we but, live but, in this world. Yes. But there's one solution. Yes. Yes. Just one. And yep. it's not how to better reach so-and-so or how to better do this and that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Christ. Yes. Amen. Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. Thank the you. Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Now, as we're talking about looking at the old humanity and going into the new humanity, the old economy versus yes. mm-hmm. the new economy of mm-hmm. Christ, mm-hmm. Um, we look at, as we do in this show, is yep. go back to the beginning. <laughs> oh, yep. that's a good place to start. <laughs> and so, as we're, we're preparing for the show and uh, thinking about it, going back to the beginning, we look at what what the Lord was doing in the Godhead in creation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the idea of creation is you know, God wanted an expression of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he created. Okay. And we have the creation of the world. We mm-hmm. have um, creation of Adam and Eve. And after creation, you know, the Lord rested yes. as a significance of it was finished. It's done. Like right. I created, so mm-hmm. it's okay. This yeah. is here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But after God created, you know, man chose had a had a choice, yes. and he could continue walking in the garden with the Lord mm-hmm. and choosing the Lord's life. Mm-hmm. But he was deceived and chose a different life, yes. Yes, he a did. counterfeit life. Yep. And when when Adam and Eve <laughs> chose that counterfeit life, is when sin entered the world, yes. and that mm-hmm. created. A division. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. It brought death into the world. The Lord <laughs> couldn't have, be associated with, with death. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, they were cast out of that Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the Lord had designed and created. And they were cast out, not allowed to enter back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, sin had separated them. Yes. 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 This life they chose separated them. Mm-hmm. Um, human human effort and skill. Yes, mm-hmm. them trying to do it on their own, trying to please God in which, their own way. Which, yeah, which you know it sounds good, sure, but it wasn't the Lord's life. No. Yeah, some like sometimes um, seems like it was a shortcut, but yeah. the deceiver deceives. Yes, <laughs> yes, he and he is crafty. Yes. And so he was able to to manipulate the the terms and the words mm. that sound appealing to them. Yeah, yeah. Because in so doing, he got them to choose, gets us to choose a different life. Yep. Yeah. It's not a matter of choosing the right life and the wrong life. It's a matter of choosing life 
yeah. and death. Yes. If it's outside of Christ's life, God's life, guess what? It's death. Yes. It's not, necess- it's not wrong. It's death. It's death. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was going to say, he used their own aspirations yep. to be like their father against mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yes. Because people often think the deception was when he told them they'll be like God if they eat from the tree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that was actually true mm-hmm. because later God says so. They have become like us, knowing good from evil. Yes. What he wanted them to do was die yeah. and bring chaos. And so he told them, you're not going to die. The Lord knows. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's on your side, too, in this. He's, he wants you to do this good thing, too. And that's the lie. Because he had already told them, eat from the tree of life. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all the other trees. But not that one right there. Mm-hmm. So there's this dividing wall yeah. in the mind and, and in the flesh and with God, too. Yeah. Well, like Andrew said, you know, the reason for creation, you know, going back before be- the beginning, why did God create? Mm-hmm. He, wanted, he wanted a creation that would express his life. Yes. Right. That would be a vessel of his life. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't going to create. What's that word Austin Sparks uses? Automatons? Automatons. Automatons. Automatons, yeah. Autobots. Robots. <laughs> robots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wasn't going to create mm-hmm. robots. He wanted to give that creation the, the the right or the the ability mm-hmm. to choose him yes. or to not choose him. And that's mm-hmm. a big Lord to be able to do that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so wanting humanity yes. to bring his dominion and authority, to mm-hmm. bring his rule, his life, his expression to this earth, and then it chooses to not do that. Right. Yes. The old humanity, Adam, chose a different way, mm-hmm. a different life. And so... Then we have the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, so then the Lord, you know, has always wanted to have an expression of himself. He's, um, he's an invisible God. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be visible. Mm-hmm. He creates humanity. Mm-hmm. And in humanity, his life, he would, humanity was given the capacity to be able to contain the life of God, to be able to um, um, give expression to <laughs> It's okay. Oh. It's loud. Manifest. Yeah, to give expression to or uh, manifest. Technical difficulties. There's something yeah. going on in there. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. I was trying to finish her sentence for her. She's, She's like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. And so, um, so, in other words, this, so the Lord didn't get what his heart was after with the first Adam. Um, exactly. But he still, it wasn't like he gave up. Right. 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 He didn't be like, he didn't throw his hands up and be like, all right, well, I guess this is the way it's going to be. For God so loved the world. <laughs> exactly. And so what he does is he sends his son. Yes. Which is his last Adam. Mm. And he gets everything through him. Yes. And one of the things he gets through him is this new humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this humanity that is um, going to be able to contain his life to be expressed on the earth. And so we see this from the outset with um, Jesus. You know, he is, you know, the true son of God, the last Adam, and he was conceived in the womb of his mother, Mary, by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So he was born complete with the DNA of the Father and the DNA of humanity. Yes. They, were, they were together. It took Mary and the Holy Spirit to create this mm-hmm. new humanity. Mm-hmm. So he was fully human, is fully human, mm-hmm. and is fully divine. Yes. Um, and we know this because even it's it, and the the nature that he has is the nature from above because we see this in Colossians where it says for in him all the fullness of deity the Godhead dwells mm-hmm. in bodily form mm-hmm. 
completely expressing the divine essence of God. So as this baby, he has all the potential to do what Adam was always supposed to do, which was express God. And so even in Colossians, you know, it says it too, it says, for it was the Father's good pleasure to have all his fullness dwell in him, who is Jesus Christ. Um, So he is fully divine with a human body. (laughs) And so, you know, and then... Jesus Christ is the last Adam. He is he is the humanity that God always intended. Yes. Um, he so real quick because you keep saying last Adam. Yeah. And I don't know that I, there was a time when I would not have understood what in the world sure. you meant by that. And um, what is beautiful it, for me anyway for about Adam. the 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 title or name or whatever you know of last Adam is that. God's heart's been satisfied. He's not going to have to do yeah. this again. Oh, yeah. right. There's not going to be another Adam that he's yeah, going to have to start over, over and do this again. Mm-hmm. He's, he mm-hmm. has gotten his heart's desire in Christ, and he's not going to lose it no. in Christ. No. Um, he is the last Adam and that, you know, God God has it and, and isn't going to be <laughs> making another Adam to start over and try again. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is the last Adam. That's yes. good. That's that is really good. good. Good point. Very good. Um. And Adam, of course, just is the term for man, mm-hmm. mankind, mm-hmm. Yes. humanity. Yes. Mm-hmm. God created Adam, uh, man and woman. He created them. Mm-hmm. And so they are – Adam is um, collective and individual. Mm-hmm. And then with Christ as the last Adam, he starts out individual, the man, Christ, but he ends up co- collective. Mm-hmm. Yes. Corporal, life-giving spirit. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yep, yep. Bring it, doing good. <laughs> and so this humanity, um, you know, as God intended, would be constantly affirming, displaying, and revealing the, centra- this, the centrality and purpose of the Father, mm-hmm. but through the vessel of the flesh, yes. of humanity. Yes. That's the, he, God has always wanted to do that. That It was in his plan from the very beginning, not just because of the fall. Mm-hmm. And so um, we see, I don't know what that was. We see in um, John one eighteen where it says, you know, Jesus, he being Jesus, <laughs> has revealed him, his father, and brought him out where he can be seen or displayed. Mm-hmm. And he has interpreted him, making him, in other words, making him knowable, making the father understandable, and made, um, and has made him the father known. Yes. And so that's... All that the Lord has ever wanted through humanity is to be known, displayed, and seen. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus does this for him. Um, Another thing we also see is uh, humanity the way God wanted uh, in um, Philippians. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two, six through seven, it says, Let this mind um, be in you, which is also in Jesus Christ. And so it goes on to say, Who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God a treasure to be grasped or retained, but emptied himself, taking on the form of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in the appearance of man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And um, the thing is, is he, what he laid aside was the possession of his God form. He, you know, from, he's always possessed this ability to be God, you know, and so he lays that form aside to take on the form of a human to so that way um, God could have what he wanted. And he he um, 
appeared to men, uh, you know, as a man outwardly, but inwardly he had the reality of deity dwelling inward, you know. Right. Jesus Christ basically perfected this humanity. Yes. Humanity as God intended. Mm -hmm. Yes. Through what he suffered, the walk in the earth and the work on the cross and and by living by the spirit. Yes. And so Hebrews 2.10 says, For it was fitting for him, God, for whom all things and through whom all are all things, Uh in leading many sons into glory, to make the author of their salvation, Jesus, perfect through suffering. Yes. So to make Jesus perfect was to make him perfect in terms of qualification. Right. That's that's a really good um, point to make because I know that for a while I thought of perfect as sinless. Mm-hmm. Like that was yes. my only, yeah. you know, sort of lens. lens through which to view perfect. And, you know, so Jesus had to be made sinless mm-hmm. through the things he suffered? No, that doesn't right. fit. So right. that's not the perfect that the the writer of Hebrews is talking about mm-hmm. here. Right. Or, or I was going to say, anytime you see in regards to the perfect, mm-hmm. it always means complete. Complete. As yeah. opposed yes. to like uh, this natural world's idea of flawlessness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though it's, there's flawlessness there involved, yes. but it's complete because it has to do with what the God, what the Father has desired yes. and what he can call good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's fitting for the Father that means it's complete. Yes. So for Jesus, the completion of his experience of human sufferings was needed to make him fit to become the author and the leader yes. and source of this new humanity. Yes. So Christ pioneered the way for this new humanity by being the first to bring it into full glory. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Bringing it into the fullness it was always intended to be. Mm-hmm. Him being the first, now he could lead others of this new humanity into glory. Yes. Amen. So there we have it. Yes. Christ in us is our, our hope, hope of glory. glory. Yes. 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 Come on. So yes. Jesus is rightly qualified to bring many sons into glory. And by and with his perfected, qualified humanity, he does so. Yes. 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 He Amen. is the firstborn of mm-hmm. many brethren, the yes. firstborn yep. from the dead. He is the first of this new race, yes. this new humanity. Yep. That's right. Um, I forgot to read earlier, uh, 1 Corinthians uh, starting 15, starting verse 45. Oh, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I remembered. Okay. I get recovery points. <laughs> or none of us mentioned anything. About no, we didn't. <laughs> so also it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But the spirit is not first, but the soulish, mm-hmm. then the spiritual. Verse 47, the first man is out of the earth, earthy. The second man is out of heaven, heavenly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As the earthy is, such are are they that are earthy. And as the heavenly is, such are they are also that are heavenly. Verse 49, and even as we have borne the image of the earthy, we will also bear the image of the heavenly. Right. Now I say this. Brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Right. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. Mm. So as we were talking about Christ coming to the earth, um, we also, Christ coming to the earth and having the DNA of God Mm -hmm. and man in him, Mm -hmm. we also have humans, regular peoples, being born (laughs) that are being born um, earthy. 
or yes. out of the first Adam. Yes. And so they're being born in um, of the flesh. Of the flesh. Yes. Right. Um, so they're every person. Every yeah. person. We we call that natural. The natural, natural man. man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so we want to, as we're talking today, we're kind of um, following a parallel of Christ being born yes. as the new, the new Adam, yes. mm-hmm. and the natural man as the old Adam. There you go. Yes. So, um, what what I think is um, mind blowing. I'll just use that word, um, awe inspiring, mind blowing, whatever is that um, while Christ is now spirit, the second man became life-giving spirit, he's also still man yes. in the glory. Yep. Seated next to the Father is the man, Jesus Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, that is the reality of the new humanity. That's mm-hmm. why we can say we are seated in the heavenlies. Right. Because there is a man seated in the heavenlies. Yes. Um, and so when when uh, Paul is saying here in First Corinthians, Andrew, what you just wrote, um, that, the, I mean, that I, you just I read. Did. <laughs> I did. I didn't want to brag. That flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. The flesh and blood he's talking about there is the corrupted flesh and blood that's on its way to destruction. Yes. Yes. Because the reality is that we're going to be given new bodies one day. Christ is in his new body now. He's He is spirit, but he's actually flesh and blood too. He, mm-hmm. You know, he, he ate the bread and the fish yes. whenever he came into the upper room. And, and they were able to touch him. Um, and so, so what he's talking about, the difference here is when we try in our own strength, in that old flesh, to inherit the, th- the kingdom of God by our works, you know, by just the the millions of different ways that we try to do that by the old humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what what does what um gosh, what does? I don't even know how to say it. Um right now it's spirit. That it's by spirit that we inherit the kingdom of God now. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. But we will one day be that visible expression in mm-hmm. fullness mm-hmm. in Flesh and blood. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm poking myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> For those yes. who can't see. Um, the, glor- the glorified life of yes. the, our Lord who mm-hmm. ascended as a glorified human. Exactly. Yes. So I know that for a while I thought of Jesus as, well, he's the spirit. He's the, the, the spirit in the sky, right? <laughs> he is spirit. Seriously. And and he, he was this this spirit being up yeah. in the sky, right. you know, that, that I tried to get my prayers up to, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, for real. Yeah, yeah. No, for rizzle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but now understanding that, yes, he is spirit, but he's spirit and flesh, man, mm-hmm. the uncorrupted, glorified, it's a great word, um, humanity. Yep. And because here it says in um, 49, just as, just as we have borne the image of the earthy, we will also bear the mm-hmm. image mm-hmm. of the heavenly. And like Carrie right. was saying, we have an invisible God who wants to be visible. And if yeah. he just turns us all into, you know, misty spiritual beings, there would not be a visible, a visible image. <laughs> but we're actually going to, we are bearing the image right now mm-hmm. in the as earthy. we live by the Spirit. Yeah. 
and and we're going on to bearing in the fullness. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know it may seem like we're kind of hovering over a point here, but I think it's important to note is you know in the beginning we have creation, we have Adam and Eve, and they're being cast out of the garden, mm-hmm. and so reality is they they couldn't enter into the garden, and they go okay. through you know all through the Old Testament, and mm-hmm. and the Lord has provided ways to have access to Him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then you know, in our in humanity and mm-hmm. our humanity, mm-hmm. um, we have the Tower of Babel. So there's mm-hmm. there still have within humanity this desire to to uh, mm-hmm. think that you you know how to do this, right. <laughs> <laughs> that you can obtain this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lord is, is still gracious and allowing um, through priests through um, sacrifices to make atonements mm-hmm. to yeah. to have, to be connected with Him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so as in the New Testament, we have Christ coming to earth in bodily form. He's he's ushering in a new way to have access to the Father. Yes. 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 Um, so this this reality is all of a sudden we're realizing there is a separation, um, and we need to do something to, about it. There's a and the Lord has provided access to Him still. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, so Christ was like the. It's like the new life. Yeah, he was the new life, yeah. and so that's uh, us being awakened to his new life. In mm-hmm. Colossians three nine through eleven, it says, "Do not lie to one another, since you laid aside the old self mm-hmm. yes. with its evil practices, mm-hmm. and have put on the new self, yes. which is the new humanity, mm-hmm. Christ, who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the One, that's Christ, who created him." A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, (laughs) Scythian, (laughs) (laughs) slave, and free man, but Christ is all and in all. No distinction because it's one humanity, Christ. There cannot be any of these other things. There's only one, him. Well, that would take a big point and like well i identify with this and i mm-hmm. identify oh, being yeah. this and i identify no no there's only one identification for christians yes. it's christ, for the christ. i humanity. identify with yes. christ this is your ide- yeah your identity is a person yeah. <laughs> yes. not on that that's not the buzzer on that. Oh, sorry. No. No. No, no, no. your identity is a person yes, yes. Ding, 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 well and just just to make sure we're super clear it's in the new humanity that Christ is all and in all. Yes. Yes. The old humanity? No. And the people still living in mm-hmm. the old humanity? Mm-hmm. Christ is not all and is not right. in all. Mm-mm. Right. No. Yeah. Let's break it down for a second. Break, uh, break it down. Break it down. Um, so anyway. Oh, my. Now I got lost because I was breaking it down. <laughs> <laughs> he went down too far. I did. <laughs> Now you gotta get back I up. Get back, I can't get back up. I'm falling. Fix your eyes on Jesus. He'll get you back up. <laughs> this, this is so true. <laughs> In more ways than one. Mm-hmm. So, Scripture, the Bible, is basically the story of God and man. Yeah. God yes. and humanity. All through it. All, I mean, because mm-hmm. we start in the beginning was God. So we start with God. But then you just go a little bit further and man comes into the picture. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about why that is. Because God wanted an expression of his life on this earth through yes. a creation, through mm-hmm. a humanity mm-hmm. made in his likeness, imagers of him. And so he does, does this. And then Adam and Eve choose a different life. 
Well, God still, in his eternal purpose of wanting to have his life expressed, he then calls out a man, Abram, Mm -hmm. calls him out of his country, calls him out. And then from Abram becomes Abraham, and we have this whole new race of people. Yep. Even before Abraham, he does it with Noah. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he does. And then, then Abraham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And then there's Moses. Mm-hmm. And then there's. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So Noah, he does it. Starts mm-hmm. over with Noah. Yep. The flood. And then so after that, he calls Abram out of. Mm-hmm. Called you. The Chaldeans. And so he's still trying to set apart. A humanity who will express his life. Yes. yes. Yeah, and he's always. It's the same pattern of one man. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And out of that one man, many. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. To Abraham, he says, "Your descendants will be like." Yes. The mm-hmm. sands. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the stars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Many, and it will. And for what reason to be a blessing <laughs> to mm-hmm. the nation? And so, you have in the Old Testament this storyline. Of man failing and failing and failing because we choose a different life. Yeah. yeah. The Israelites, God's chosen people, the children of God. And so the Old Testament is the exposure of the inability mm-hmm. of this old humanity yes. under the most favorable conditions mm-hmm. to satisfy God. Yep. Yeah. Under the most favorable conditions. Yeah, he, he blessed mm-hmm. them not just with every spiritual blessing. But with every earthly blessing, the land flowing with milk and honey. Yes. He blessed them in business. He blessed them in everything they could think of. He was giving them everything that Christians today, particularly in Western Christianity, are believing God for. Right. But even in that, the enemy still can be have a have a yes. we can give him a place. Yes. Oh, I gotta name these animals today. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what name am I gonna come up with today? Oh, what kind of fruit are we going to eat today? We keep eating all this great fruit. Is there going to be more great fruit? Or is it going to be more? <laughs> so we can, you know, we still allow that enemy to, to sidetrack us, even in the most favorable conditions. Yes. Yes, yes the most favorable conditions. Yeah. So the Old Testament is exposing here this old humanity's inability to plead, to satisfy God, even in the most favorable conditions. Yep. And so mm-hmm. God took out a people, like I just talked about, related mm-hmm. them, attached them to himself. Mm-hmm. These are my people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While they remained on his ground, he, re- he blessed them with everything. Mm-hmm. Every, not just spiritual, but temporal blessing in the earthly. So they were earthy, so he was blessing them in the earthy, because that came first, as we, as we read earlier. Right. As, as uh, Andrew wrote, <laughs> that they came earlier. So <laughs> while, while, as long as those people remained on his ground, it was all good. Yeah. He was God of heaven and earth, or Lord of heaven and earth. Scripture says that. Whenever the Israelites are in the promised land, he is the Lord of heaven and earth. When they're not, he's just the Lord of heaven. That's another track to go down another day. So they had only, all they had to do was to be obedient to him, Mm -hmm. to the commandment. And blessed was their balm and their store and their basket and their family and their business and their everything prospered on this earth. Mm -hmm. But when you get to the end of the Old Testament, It's a big old fat failure. They get an F because <laughs> they don't they don't do it. Mm-hmm. They don't stay obedient to his command because then they try to put their hands on it and make it 
every little thing that they can make it. Mm-hmm. So now we come to the New Testament, right? Mm-hmm. And God says, okay, now my humanity is actually going to do what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. It's going to attain my fullness. Can I, can I have you pause for a second? Because there's a thought that keeps circling, and um, I just saw something um, as you were talking about basically the old humanity. Mm-hmm. It's the old yes. humanity mm-hmm. that God was providing the most favorable conditions yes. for. Right. right. And how um, how many believers live under that old mindset? I remember I remember mm, yes, yes. when the Lord would ask us to do something and then something would go wrong and mm-hmm. my assumption was this isn't the Lord. Yes. Because yeah, right. if it's the Lord, mm-hmm. everything will go right. <laughs> yes. It there will won't be any hiccups. There won't mm-hmm. be any issues. So so if something's going wrong, then I've obviously missed it and this isn't the Lord. That's that old humanity. Mm-hmm. That's yes. operating yes. under the old humanity. This yes. idea of well, once I once I get my act together, right. then God's going to bless me. If I would just get my act together and and be the best Christian, then I would have a good life and a good job, and my kids would all be good. And and, and it's it that is the old humanity. Yes, it is <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so God in the New Testament brings forth this new man. He sends his son, the ability. So we see the old. Yes, the son, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We see in the Old Testament the exposure of the inability of humanity to satisfy God. But in the New Testament, we see the ability of one man to satisfy God under any condition. Yes. Good or not. Yes. Good, bad, neutral. Prosperous or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm. I can do all things. That, that's the context of that scripture. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength or who yes. strengthens me. Mm-hmm. It's in lack and in abundance. <clears throat> yep. I can do this. Okay. In whatever condition, it's because it's Christ. Because Christ has the ability. He is the one man to yes. satisfy God under any condition. Yep. Yes. And so then the rest of the New Testament is the exposure of this old humanity alongside this new man. Mm-hmm. And you see the contest between the two. Mm-hmm. Yes. You see the, the war that the old man basically declares on this new man. Yeah. yeah. Even, even God's chosen people declare yeah. war on this new man, mm-hmm. the one man who can satisfy God under any condition. Yes. What means this? So, so I, go for I, it. I, I guess – I don't know any. How, I can't even get it out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't know how to express. Here's my lip. <laughs> the aspect of God being satisfied. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's it's. It's not us. It's not about us being satisfied. Well, it's about, right. Right. It's not man being satisfied. Christ, He Himself. It, he wasn't even about Him being satisfied. Right. right. It's about His Father being satisfied. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that means there is an aspect. Well, you get into it. I'm not going. I'm not going to go ahead because you're about to. <laughs> Talk about it. So, no, yeah. it's all good. Bring it. So, no, so, but yeah. but that we we did. talk about it and we will keep talking about it because it is a huge misconception yes. in the Christian community in the in the religious world. The focus is on God satisfying man. Mm-hmm. Jesus came to save me from my right. sins. Satisfy man to satisfy man when God created to satisfy himself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he has been after his own satisfaction this whole time. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Centered so yeah. on man. And, uh, Come on. So he's it, almost, the, it almost belittles God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. just, it's, God, you created us for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what? What? Exactly. That, no. 
Yeah. Right, what himself. kind of crazy is that? That's what we're talking about. He was moved by him, according to his own desires, not right. not yes. for anything mm-hmm. outside of himself. And so mm-hmm. Christ Jesus is the one who satisfies. And if we look at Paul's mm-hmm. letters, his anybody father. else's letters in context, why did why he he delivers us from one kingdom into the kingdom of his son? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. We're brought into his marvelous light. This is all right. for him still. Mm-hmm. Is why we're even redeemed. Yeah. He's created for his satisf- satisfaction, and we're redeemed for his satisfaction. Yeah. Just to say it again, Jesus Christ came to satisfy the Father. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. He did not come to satisfy us. Right. That was a byproduct. I must do the will of the one who sent me. Yes. Right. I only yes. do the things I see my right. Father do. Exactly. I right. live by my Father. Yes. I mean, these are things. He never he- said, I live by the humans that are around no. me. I'll do what the humans do. No. I say what the humans say. He never said that. These things I do so that the Father may be glorified right. and the Son in him. Yep. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and Israel knew this. Mm-hmm. Israel knew that they were set apart for God's satisfaction. Yes, they yes. did. Yes, they did. Um, but they, they, every single time Israel messed up is, was when they started concerning themselves with their own satisfaction. Right. Yes. Yeah. right at the beginning when they get to the promised land. Yep. Yes. And they're being brought into the promised land for God's satisfaction. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're like, oh, this is going to cost us something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to gonna satisfy with us. Yes. Mm-mm. And they end up in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's great. And Big so, tangent, but no. Well, it no, still fits though because yeah. we see this in the New Testament. This this rage and this intensity against this one new man mm-hmm. because he's satisfying God and we're not. It's almost like Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. Now that I see it, mm-hmm. you know, because here's Cain looking at Abel, going, "I can't satisfy God like you do." Mm-hmm. But it's out of his own striving that he's trying to do it. And Israel's looking at Jesus, going, "We're not satisfying God like He yeah. does." Yep. God says to Cain, if you would do well, mm-hmm. then then you would receive the same yeah. blessings that I, I gave to your brother, which mm-hmm. obviously meant Cain knew to do. Yes. He didn't do it. Right. He did right. something else. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with Israel and whoever else. Yes. But Christ, knew, he knew to do well. Yes. And he did it. How? By the Father's life. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so you get this intensified struggle yes. and this, this contest between the two. All the way up to the days of the cross. And we talked about Jesus not being here to satisfy himself. In the garden, he prayed, mm-hmm. Lord, if Father, be, be if you can take this the, away from me. Pass. Not my satisfaction, That'd be but awesome. yours. Uh-huh. And he says, not Nevertheless. my will. Nevertheless. Mm-hmm. I'm here for your satisfaction, yep. not for mine. This hurts a lot. I don't like it. But this is for you. Uh-huh. This is yours. So I choose it. Uh-huh. I choose you. He has been moving on the ground. Jesus, you remember, of course, <laughs> we keep talking about this because this is the key that is lost today. Yes. He has been moving on the ground of the crucified man Yep. from his baptism onward. This is Jesus from yep. once he was baptized onward, crucified man. And that is a significant fact when you carry it into the unseen realm, even to the powers and principalities and authorities where the forces of antagonism are at work. That's where they're at work. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. No. It's against all these this unseen realm out there. Yeah. But it's under this crucified man. We talk about Jesus living his life to the cross and the work of the cross. Well, that's where we start from. We start from that cross. And so now we live the way of the cross un- under that, that way. His life that he lived up to that point and that work, that's now the life we live from. Yes. Mm-hmm. We can now live because of the work of the cross. Yes. yes. And yep. that is how 
God is satisfied yes. by that crucified man. Yep. When we put aside our own satisfaction for his satisfaction. When yeah. we put aside the old humanity. The old humanity. Yep. Reckon it. That old man. Mm-hmm. We reckon him dead. And that's one of the things that the old humanity can't do in a way of it will constantly try to be satisfaction for God. Mm-hmm. But in the new humanity, it rests in the fact that Christ is God's satisfaction. Yes. And so there's and it's a completed work. It's a completed yeah. work. And so in the new humanity, in when we say new humanity, we're talking about Jesus Christ. Yes. New humanity is a person. <laughs> and um, and so it's not just that Christ was the satisfaction for God, but he is our satisfaction because he is satisfaction himself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so the new humanity only knows him as satisfaction and God knows Christ as satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but yes. well, we've even read it. The mm-hmm. fullness of deity was pleased to dwell. Yes. Pleased he was satisfied, yes. yes. So th- that kind of hits on the point in the very beginning. We were talking about some of these problems that people <laughs> have. A lot of the problems that some people can have is that they're constantly trying to be satisfaction to the Lord. Yes. And they don't have to anymore. Right. So yes. You, uh, yes. yes. So, you, uh, so in other you, words, take off that old humanity and yeah. put on the new one. And that means putting on the one who actually satisfies God. Yes. Christ. And just rest. Mm-hmm. with it. You know, and so that's what I was going to say. It's like I can, I can see people going, "Okay, I'm tracking. I understand. Now, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? Okay, yeah. how do I get into this? Rest I, in know. the Lord. That is the beauty of the gospel. I mean, really, it is this one new humanity that satisfies God. Yep. And that was the whole point. He's been, you know, God's been trying to show Israel in all the Old Testament that your old man will never satisfy me mm-hmm. over and over mm-hmm. and he actually allowed it to happen so they would yes. probably come to the end of themselves exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and you see them coming to the end of themselves even in not really but they never they never yield to it mm-hmm. that was a tool That's, of bondage that he used mm-hmm. yep. yeah mm-hmm. exactly and so he's like but look I've got something better for you mm-hmm. you yes. know I've got this new last Adam and that makes that reason for last Adam even mm-hmm. more poignant the idea that He's done. He's rested. He's he now can rest in his last Adam. Yes. Yes. And you he know? does rest in that last Adam. Yeah. So so how do I become this last Adam? How do I get in there, Carrie? Is there something I can do? Is there something I have to That sounds like somebody else asked a question a long time ago to Jesus. How do I get into this? Yeah. yeah. What, what yeah. Do I, how do I enter the kingdom? Yeah. Uh, yes, we've been told, and even Jesus answered this question and he says, Truly, truly I say to you, unless you are born again, and this sometimes some are translated anew or from above. Yes. Um, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Okay, mm-hmm. and we're also even told a little later too, he says, there's two different things here because you see in John 3, 3 where he says see. Mm-hmm. And then in John, a little later, as he's kind of expounding upon it with, it's Nicodemus, right? Yeah. Who's, he ta- who's he talking to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. who would ask that question? Um, and then so he's, you know, truly, truly I say to you, unless you are born of water and spirit, mm-hmm. just like I was. Yep, mm-hmm. yes. He was born of the Spirit, mm-hmm. with the Spirit's help. Um, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Mm. Um, that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. So there's yes. this new birth that we need to have. But I want to be really clear about kingdom of God. And I want to use Luke seventeen twenty to 21. And he, this is Jesus talking to the Pharisees. Um, and so he says, when asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, the kingdom of God will not come with observable signs, nor will people say, look, it is here or it is there. He says, for you see, the kingdom of God is in your midst. 
<laughs> He's saying he is the kingdom of God. He is the embodiment of the kingdom of God. God's so now, presence. yeah, and so now if we go back up to John 3, mm-hmm. 3, and then John like 5 through 6, mm-hmm. now it's like, truly, truly, I say to you, unless you are born again, you cannot see Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. Nope. Truly, truly, if you are not born again, you cannot enter into Jesus Christ. Come on. Nope. So there's nothing I can do that I can do X, Y, Z, and I'm in? Mm-mm. So, well, you know. Did you born yourself the first time? Yeah. Well, it wasn't easy. <laughs> did you born? <laughs> I'm going to will myself to be born. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, we see in Scripture that, you know. Nope, didn't so, work. <laughs> how do I go back into my mother's body? I know. <laughs> still trying to the natural himself. mind trying to understand that, and it can't. And. But I do want to point out something. So there's a lot of parallels um, in the physical birth as there is in spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, a child in the womb cannot see the outside world. It is right. not. It's in the mother, mm-hmm. but it's it's not in the world yet. Right. You know, and so two of the things that actually have to happen is for it to be born is it has to be able to see the world and enter into it. It, ha- it has to be born. And right. it's the same way with the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. For, for you to actually see Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and to enter into this new humanity, this new kingdom, this Jesus Christ, you have to be born. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And, um, and it's at that point where the Spirit um, joins the two, and we are now fused at mm-hmm. this birth. We are now fused with this new human. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Um, if you, <laughs> if you are not born again, you cannot see or enter into the new humanity of Jesus Christ. Right. Being born again allows us to see that we do not live by our old humanity any longer. Because <laughs> right. then you can actually see that there's this other humanity to live mm-hmm. by. Yes. And you can enter into it. Um, we lived by the glorified, perfected humanity of Jesus Christ. Yes. He is the only one qualified to live this life. Yep. So it's not even our humanity even trying to live it at all. It's yep. living by this new human mm-hmm. is what makes the new humanity. The qualification that Allison talked about right. earlier. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, he's, he's um, this new humanity lives by the perfected and qualified humanity of Jesus Christ. Come on. Um, the one man who can satisfy God. Yeah. yeah. So, so here is, because um, I grew up in a denomination where basically you prayed the sinner's prayer and then were baptized, and that was how you were born again. That's how you knew you were born again. You had done these things. Yeah. Right. And um, what we see here, what we've been saying, is that we can't born ourselves nope. by doing things. Um, and so really our only it, – it's a response to the drawing of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we just, we, we just, I don't even, I wish I had a better way to say it, but we, we trust him. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. by faith for the new birth. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. We believe him mm-hmm. for the new birth and even that he's supplying the faith, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it I mean, really like is natural, all by him. Uh-huh, just like with the natural birth, there was nothing that baby could do to help being born. No. It basically had to give up and let everybody else, <laughs> let that outside life do the work. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we can't use the excuse of, well, Jesus, do it. Uh. There, there is an inward response mm-hmm. in us of turning to him. Yes. Or, or yes. I guess yeah. the words yep. fail, but there, there is this response to his calling mm-hmm. inwardly. Right. That baby, that baby had faith. to take yes. in the nutrients and everything from the mother's body. That baby had, that baby 
had to do some work on the inside to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the baby analogy t- still falls a little it falls short. Oh, yes, yeah. that's, that's that's my point. So, yes, yeah. And so th- you're talking about there's an actual the Lord's drawing. But he's not one to force us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's an actual response because yes. there's still an act of uh, uh, volition mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. But as the, there always has been. As there always yes. has been, but mm-hmm. it's coming from the from within to without. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's pricking the spirit. He's pricking the inward man. Mm-hmm. He's speaking, and the word comes—a word of faith, mm-hmm. uh, not that kind of word of faith that's taught yeah, right. these days. Right. It's right. it's Christ's faith mm-hmm. and his overcomeness. Yeah. I got it from Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Of death. And we actually believe Mm -hmm. unto him and give our and trust our lives to him. And then he says, oh, you're with me. Now I'm with you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Bam. Yes. Just like that. Nice. You're with me. I'm with you. So last hour we ended off with um, how do we end up seeing this new humanity, um, being a part of this new humanity. And it is by being born. Yep. Um, It's the only way to enter into the humanity of Jesus Christ and see it. Um, now we're just, we're going to move along and figure out how this new humanity operates. Yeah. Um, and really by definition, it's divinity working through humanity mm-hmm. and then in turn humanity operating from and by divinity. Yes. Okay. That's, that's pretty much the definition of how this new humanity works. Um, it doesn't operate off its old life anymore. Um, and yeah. one of the things, sorry, I was just going to say just to recap, Mm-hmm. Because this new humanity is one man, yes, Christ, Christ, yes. and it's this one man that satis- yeah. that satisfies God, yes, yes, pleases the Father. And it's because the work of the cross, Christ coming to earth, mm-hmm. that we have this opportunity, yes, to for be us reborn. To be, yes, yes, yes. 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 Okay. Again, glory, glory. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I want to call your attention back again to the Philippians 2, 6 through 7, um, is really one aspect, or the thing I want to hone in on, is humanity as God wanted. Um, it says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ. And what was in him, this new humanity, was this, the emptying of himself, taking on the form of a servant. And that's what this new humanity does. Um, and even becoming obedient to death. And that's kind of out of that that's how this new humanity operates and so allow this mind to be in us as well the one the same one that's in jesus christ Mm -hmm. um and this new humanity empties itself taking on the form of a servant become obedient to death taking up and for us what this looks like is taking up our cross daily denying our old humanity and living by the qualified perfected humanity of jesus christ Mm -hmm. so we we allow our old selves to be emptied out Mm -hmm. becoming a servant Yes. Unto this life. Yes, this new life. Let that mind be in you. Yeah. Um, I like the, you know, we use the term reborn. I like the term uh, regeneration. Yes. yes. And the idea is um, we're not um, Franken babies. There's not good parts of ourselves that the Lord <laughs> yeah. is using and picking and then assembling together. Right. It's He's doing the work, He's regenerating us. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's His Spirit from the inside out, transforming new, us. New. renewing us Mm -hmm. ours is to let go of us to hold on to him right and that's why we keep saying focus on him Mm -hmm. not these problems we have (laughs) Mm -hmm. and (laughs) not the problems we have right and so we see jesus kind of i kind of say like a test run with this humanity and not that he was trying to 
he was actually showing us how to live out of this the humanity, his humanity, mm-hmm. because on Earth, and I don't, huh? <laughs> the forerunner, yeah. exactly. He was the pioneer of this, and so he shows us. And I, I think this kind of gets missed because we think because he's Jesus, he can do all things, which is true. But he did all things through the divine life of his Father. Yes, we don't get that. Yes. We, we don't get that little switch of nuance here, and we can hear it. He says it himself, you know, in John five nineteen. You know, he goes on, therefore Jesus answered and was saying to them, truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself. Come on. Really? He's Jesus Christ. (laughs) He's saying this. I mean, like he has the ability to do it, but he's saying even in that he's saying, and unless it is something that he sees the father doing, that is, that is really a cross to the old humanity. Yes. Because the old humanity thinks it can do everything. It doesn't right, have yes. to consult anyone. Mm-hmm. And here you have Jesus Christ saying, no, I'm going to only do what the Father tells me to do. He had every right to do whatever he wanted on this earth. Mm-hmm. Yes. But he limited himself to only what the Father wanted to do. And that's what this humanity, this new humanity does. It limits yes. itself to divinity and what it wants to do. That's why God created in the first place. He wanted a humanity to express mm-hmm. his life. His life. Mm-hmm. So he limits himself so that the unlimited Father can come. Yes. 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 Come on. You see it in John eight twenty eight. Jesus says it again. He says, so Jesus said, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, mm-hmm. and I do nothing on my own initiative. Yep. The old humanity takes its own initiative to yes. complete and start things. Wants yes. to be the leader. Wants the to be the leader, wants yeah. to be the instigator, wants to do all that mm-hmm. thing. But in this new humanity, who is Jesus Christ, says, mm-hmm. I don't even do anything on my own initiative. I don't even think of the things to do. Right. I only speak these things that the Father has taught me. Yeah, so he, yeah taught. Has taught. That's good. And he's taught. Mm-hmm. That means he actually has to be a learner. <laughs> he has to be in a place of being receiving something. So he has to lower himself. Yep. This is God. He had to lower himself into humanity to be taught how to be this new humanity. And so you also see it in John fourteen ten. He says, do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? So here we see that he is indwelt by his father yes and the words that i say to you i do not speak of my own initiative there you go again Mm -hmm. he doesn't just say whatever he wants to say whenever he wants to say it right but the father abiding living residing in me does the work yes jesus christ didn't do the work um his you know his father did through him and it was out of that place of abiding that he was able to do it um the way of life for the Christian. Yes. Yeah. It's not of our own initiative, but by the Father who dwells, mm-hmm. who's in, living in us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's That's his works yep. yeah. that come forth. That mm-hmm. is the normal Christian life. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. That's the normal church life. Yes. Yep. yes. It is a church living, learning to live yeah. by the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, just to reiterate, too, we see it kind of here in First Timothy 3.16. It says, the great mystery of godliness it, godliness here is divine nature. The great mystery of divine nature is that he, the father, who was revealed and manifested in the flesh, mm-hmm. the flesh of Jesus Christ. I and mean, he's going through talking about how Christ did all these things. Well, and the reason that it was the father that was revealed through Christ was because Christ was only doing what he saw the father doing, right. only mm-hmm. saying what he saw the father mm-hmm. saying. He was, he was living by the father's life. Yeah. All this is to build up to a point about this new humanity um, that the Father has always wanted divine life to come through and be manifested through humanity. Yep. Now he has that in Jesus Christ. Even Paul recognized it too in Acts 2.22. It says, Jesus of Nazareth, so he's talking about, he's 
listing his natural thing. Right. Yes. This natural man. The earthy. The earthy. Mm-hmm. A man attested by God to do miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him. Mm-hmm. Come on. It didn't say, and Jesus Christ did. Mm-hmm. It says, God did through him in your midst. And so even Paul recognized where the power that Jesus Christ manifested or the mm-hmm. the divine character that he manifested was from his father so that's how this new humanity operates so just as jesus was doing that this new humanity like as he lived by the life of his father we too must come to realize that there is only one humanity now to live by Um, we need to allow christ to bring us to a place where we can see that this new humanity that that he has brought us into is the only life that is qualified to be this humanity is jesus you know he can only do it (laughs) right and but it takes you emptying yourself and allowing him to show you that. Yeah. I mean, we can't show you besides just talking about it. But, you know, wrestle with the Lord with these things. Mm-hmm. And in living by this new humanity is what will bring many sons into glory because that was the whole point of him emptying himself in the first place. Right. The only thing I want to add, and I know it, we, we say it, but just to repeat it, it's not something you add to yourself. No. You don't add this to everything you already are doing. No. This is something... You, you make room for by dying. Yes. Yes. By, by emptying. Emptying. Blessed by the poor in spirit. As yeah, a vessel, the vessel too. has so much it can can hold. Mm-hmm. As we are vessels, there's only so much we can hold. Mm-hmm. So there's an emptying of ourself and the filling of Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. And some people have even t- that idea of taking off the old wine skin mm-hmm. and having the new wine skin. Because the old mm-hmm. wine skin, you know, cannot contain the new life. Yeah. It, it it will break it mm-hmm. you know right. but it's the new wine stretched it's right. already been stretched it's right. you know it's got places where it's been patched up you mm-hmm. know it will not contain the new wine and so that's the same idea what we're talking about is taking off this old you know you humanity and putting on the new one yeah mm-hmm. um but there's still always going to be so we don't take an empty of ourselves um to be able to manifest jesus christ mm-hmm. um doing that there will be a battle yes yes and there will still always be a choice in this the same choice that you know Adam had, Eve had, you know, which mm-hmm. life are you going to live by? Um, and so. Yes. Right. Always this side of the, this, this side of the veil. Mm-hmm. Um, there will always be a battle between the old humanity and the new mm-hmm. and living by the spirit or walking in the spirit or living by Christ. However you want to say it is the regular practice of choosing the new humanity. Yes. yes. That's, that's, that's what it is. I mean, so just, um, you know, it, it's an internal decision. It's, it, we, we have written down it's right. a heart issue. Yes. Um, that, that's how people would say it. And, um, you know, Jesus, Jesus says, I, I'm taking your hearts of stone and giving you a heart of flesh, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about um, how there are some objects that when, um, when, not submitted to when put out in <laughs> words are literally failing me when sun shines on them um the either in. turn really hard mm-hmm. or turn really soft yes. so like butter mm-hmm. you put in the sun and what happens <clears throat> it actually gets even softer mm-hmm. melts right um but you have what um there's some clays there's yes there's things mm-hmm. it's they're all escaping me right now <laughs> well, clay is good play-doh yeah. or you Play-Doh. know there's yeah. something that's soft mm-hmm. but you you expose it to sunlight and what happens it actually gets hard mm-hmm. and the reality is that the old humanity was soft at one time it 
and because of the the fall um had elements introduced into us that now harden yes in the light of god's life mm-hmm. yep. Heart, hearts of stone yes yep that's what happened to the old yeah. humanity. The hearts turned to stone mm-hmm. in the light of God's life. Mm-hmm. As, he, as he revealed himself to them, the, their hearts turned to stone. But in the new humanity, having now this heart of flesh, we actually have a heart that the more it, the, the more it is exposed to this mm-hmm. life of the son in the father, it actually gets softer and softer and softer yes. in a good way. Not yeah, like right. melty butter mm-hmm. is runny and not really <laughs> – of you any know? use except for on yeah. toast. That unless unless you're trying it. to put it on popcorn, then you yeah. yes. <laughs> or, or on top of biscuits. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, and so the reality is that there – there's mm, um <laughs> I'm just thinking of a stick of butter on each piece of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, okay, that fine. was a rabbit hole. Um at least it wasn't too deep. Is that there, that's why for some people what we will experience and now I'm 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 going outside of of the realm of believers into okay. the whole realm of the world. Yes. But there are some who their exposure to God's light and life will just harden their heart even mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in many ways robots. Yes. To, to that bound. old life. Yeah. Yes, they're bound by that old life. When that We're afraid that that's what God's going to do to us, is just turn mm-hmm. us into robots, when in actually that's what he's freeing us from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we, we, yeah, we think we're so free. Um, but um, even that is not something that our God cannot overcome. No, he can. Eat, he can literally take the hardest of heart, you know, the the stoniest Hello, of hearts, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and 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 make them flesh again. But yeah. but it really is a choosing between the old humanity and the new humanity. I just wanted to give two examples. Like literally every single day, mm. we come up to opportunities to choose between the old humanity and the new humanity, yeah, and so. RC does something that frustrates me, and every day. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! I didn't. You didn't, didn't put that tie together. Subconsciously, <laughs> example. No, I wasn't meaning that these specific examples happen every single day. Right, right. I was meaning that every, every day, day we have opportunities. Examples. Here are random examples that happen. You Whenever know. they happen. Whenever they happen. For instance. For instance. <laughs> For instance. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, speaking, yes, yeah. yes. Very occasionally. <laughs> RC does or does not do something uh-huh. to frustrate me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have the opportunity then to choose between the old humanity, mm-hmm. the humanity that's going to be offended, the humanity that's going to dwell on it and build a case against him and um, function out of that frustration. Frustration, or I have the opportunity to choose between a new humanity, mm-hmm. a new humanity that does not have a self to be offended right. mm-hmm. because self has been denied and laid down. What? The new humanity that is quick to forgive mm-hmm. because all forgiveness has been offered to us in Christ. Mm-hmm. So we have it to freely give to others. The new humanity that builds up my husband mm-hmm. instead of building a case against him that mm-hmm. sees him who sees him in Christ yes. mm-hmm. versus in his old humanity. Right. Um, I, that went kind of long, and I want us to go on. But but we have literally every single day multitudes of opportunities to choose between the old humanity and the new humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And so another way uh, in regards to the old humanity versus or the new humanity is the natural man 
versus the spiritual man. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Ephesians two eleven through 16 says, Therefore, remember that you form that formerly you, the Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands. Remember that you at at uh, you were at the same separate from Christ. You were at the same time separate from Christ. Man, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise. Yep. Having no hope nope. and yep. without God in the world. Yep. But now in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. There's Thank the cross Jesus. of Christ. Mm-hmm. For he himself is our peace who made both groups into one and broke down the the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing his flesh, the enmity, which is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, Mm -hmm. so that in himself he might make the two into one new man, thus establishing peace and might reconcile them both in one body to God through the cross by it having put to death the enmity. Yep. So Christ Jesus is the spiritual man. The new humanity yes. Yes. is mm-hmm. the spiritual man yes. because it's according to the Father, yes. the Spirit, yes. and His will, mm-hmm. rather than according to human effort, human wisdom, mm-hmm. human skill, yes. human ability, all yes. that human stuff, where it does not derive and has it doesn't have its source in the Father in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. This is really good news for us because the reality is, is we're all the yes. ones that he's mm-hmm. speaking to. Right. Separate. I was about to we say, if you're listening to this, chances are you are a Gentile. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now we're, we've all been brought in. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Jews and Gentiles. Where now there is neither Jew nor Gentile. Yeah. Because there's just one new man. Right. We were formerly strangers. Mm-hmm. Now we're known. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Familiar. Mm-hmm. I'd actually like to take a few minutes to expand on something that um, Bridget was just talking about and that we've mentioned in other weeks. Um, and that's sort of this, um, this deception about um, there's, you know, these two sides. And when you, you know, when you come to Christ, you know, well, then he, you're going to be a robot for Christ, mm-hmm. you know. But we're free now Robots if we're Christ. not in Christ. <laughs> New band name, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> One man band. <laughs> and so, once again, there are really only two choices here, like we've mentioned in other yes. weeks. And this specifically is written out as you are either a slave to the world mm-hmm. or to yourself, mm-hmm. or you are a slave to Christ. Yep. Wow, yes. And so Romans 6, 6 says, we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be rendered powerless, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Yes. And so this is kind of how it plays out. The natural man that we've been talking about, this old man, this Mm -hmm. old humanity, Mm -hmm. has no power over the flesh. And the flesh I'm talking about here is not the skin and bones and blood. I'm talking about the natural man in this case. It's kind of used both ways. But here, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. So there's no power over this natural man or this self-life or the influence of even the fallen sons of God. Right. You know, so... We can try really hard to do the right things and be good people, but we really have no power to sustain this. (laughs) No, we don't. People that are of the world, um, not believers, and Mm -hmm. even many followers of Christ may see that this way of the world, you know, getting to make your own choices, getting your way, keeping your life, having your dreams, Mm -hmm. getting to do what you want, Mm -hmm. that those are things that that, it looks like freedom. Yes. Mm But that's false. Yep. It is. The way of the world is bondage. Yes. Because Mm -hmm. the way of the world is the way of sin. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
since there's only two choices, if it's not the way of Christ, it's the way of the world, mm-hmm. and it is bondage. It is bondage to your flesh, to your self-life. Um, when people of the world or even Christians are not functioning by this renewed spirit that we have, mm-hmm. um, well, the people who are in Christ have mm-hmm. the renewed mm-hmm. spirit, mm-hmm. Um, they think that doing what they want, that they are functioning um, you know, from some type of freedom, but really it is just this control yes. mm-hmm. of the power of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Now, this spiritual man... Mm-hmm. We're talking about on the flip side here, it looks like restriction or bondage, like we're robots for Christ, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. new band name. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I am a robot. Yes. <laughs> but really, the spiritual man is the one who is actually free. Yes. It may look yes. like being a Christian is, is all about a bunch of rules and following these regulations, and there's these restrictions on your life all of a sudden, and you can't do things anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes even the scriptures are used... Uh, to just describe these things or that it itself is just this book of rules or a guidebook for our life. Mm-hmm. But following Christ, even though it may appear restrictive falsely, it is actually freedom. Yes. 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 It is the emancipation from the bondage of sin, yes. the yes. bondage of the self-life, yes. the bondage of the flesh yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from being controlled by other things. Yeah. Yep. The moment the Holy Spirit entered us was the first time we could truly be free. Yes. Yes. At that moment, we were emancipated from the powers of the world and entered into freedom, Mm -hmm. which is an aspect of the kingdom of God. It is not an aspect of the kingdom of the world. No. The first time we can experience this freedom is when we give everything over to him, like we've been talking about today. Mm -hmm. We lay it at his feet. We live by the cross daily in our lives. Mm -hmm. This is an aspect of the new humanity. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are no longer controlled, whether we realized before that we were being controlled or not, right. by any of these other things. Mm-hmm. And the difference between being a slave to the world and a slave to Christ is that when we become a slave to Christ as the new humanity, we do so by choice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those yes. not in Christ have no choice in being a slave to the world. Yep. And being a slave to Christ means we get to lay down our lives and live by his life. And living by this life, the life of the king is Freedom. Yes. Freedom. Freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True freedom. Yes. Freedom. Amen. Freedom. Amen. <laughs> Come on, I say. Well, and um, speaking of these, one is a one is an external false freedom because because we're free to do externally whatever we want, but there is so much internal bondage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other one is true internal freedom. Yeah. Peace, life, joy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That externally looks. Yes. It, it's externally false bondage, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. just because it looks restrictive to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's actually true freedom internally. Yeah. Lord, we thank you that you are our freedom. You yes. are the new humanity, and yes. we have been found in you. Amen. Yes. And you satisfy the Father. Yes. yes. Come on. And we can live by your humanity. Yes. yes. And then we get to do a little party. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do do the do the funky chicken, funky soul chicken. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or spirit chicken, whichever. <laughs> hey, um, we is have that, is that like devil eggs versus angel eggs. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, man, that's good stuff. We got a lot more we want to say. Yeah, well, it's okay. We have more episodes to say it. <laughs> I sure hope so. If people would contribute. Oh, stop it! Oh wow! What? He went there. What? What? Hey, um, so coming up, though, we've got John and Dottie Zins going to talk to them, special guests to the conference. Yeah. 
For more information, you can all go to to the saints.com. But hey, come on back right after this. We're going to listen to John and Dottie. Mm-hmm. This is RC. This is Tyrone. <laughs> and this is Andrew. This is Carrie. This is Bridget. And this is Allison. Mm-hmm. 